God bless you. We're so glad that you chose to join us today for another episode of Kingdom Concepts. Today, we're going to be talking about navigating through the seasons that a family goes through. Mm -hmm. You know, your children, they start off as newborns and they leave your home as adults. And we've had the honor of going through every one of those seasons. Yes. And we've been blessed to be able to do it as Christians. Mm -hmm. And uh, so it is a journey. And you learn a lot on the first child. Yes. <laughs> You make all your mistakes on the first child. And then you think that you figured it all out. And then the second one comes and you just, you figure out that you make more mistakes. And then the third one comes along. And then sometimes you just give up and let them do whatever they want. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> Alea calls it the last child syndrome. They think that our baby got to do a lot more stuff than they did a lot sooner. So. It's because know. the last child, you know, you forget their name. You're like, what's that, what, what's that kid's <laughs> name? No, all kidding aside, you know, it's so important that you understand the season that your family's in. The Bible talks about, you know, people who understood the seasons. And this is such a vital thing because your children are going to grow up. Yes, they you are. You know, adults come from children. Yes. And as a believer, if you want to set your children up for life, then Every season, you have to have discernment. You have to have the word of the Lord. And you have to be seeking God to get instruction on how to raise, not, not just, you know, every child. I mean, obviously that, but I guess what I'm trying to say is that individually, because every yeah. child is different. Very different. And we discovered that. I mean, because Alea was always very intellectual. She was always, you know, more older and more behaved. Um, you know, than most people her age. I mean, she was talking before she was walking. Mm -hmm. And then Josh, you know, he was just, uh, it was Josh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he just was very, you know, set in himself and, you know, what he liked and, um, you know, and, and things like that. And then you had Madeline, who's just this little tender girl that, you know, yeah. uh, even changed the tone of your voice and she just started crying. Mm -hmm. You know, so we had to learn how to, how to raise them uh, in the different stages that they went through in life as well as in their relationships with God. Yeah, because you don't, uh, you know, we're not talking right now about, you know, raising kids or, or anything like that right now. But there is a difference, even though you can have, you can have a family that's got five kids, six kids, seven kids, and they all go through the same ages. They all have the same stages, but they're all individually different. And navigating each one differently is very, very, um, very important. You can't do what you did with one with the next one. You, you just, it just doesn't might not work. I, I had to try to figure that one out myself, but it, it doesn't work all the time. So you have to figure out, okay, well, like, like you said, our oldest daughter, um, she was very simple, you know, very much, you know, don't do this. And, you know, at one year, one years old, I told her, uh, do you want a uh, little mermaid underwear? Yes. Okay. Then you can't potty in your diaper. Okay. That was it. Perfect. Mm -hmm. It was like, oh, so then the second one, I tried doing that. It didn't work with him. You know, it didn't work with him. We had the pull-up stage. We had, we had everything, you know, by the time he was two, great. He, he grew up when he was about 10. No, <laughs> no, he was potty trained before he was two, but, um, it was different. You had to figure out, even though it was at the same age, I tried doing the same thing. It didn't work, you know? And so you, you have to figure out each person, each child's stage, each, each person in your family's uh, stage 
And at the level that they grow, you have to try to figure it out. And how do you do that with wisdom? You have mm -hmm. to go to God. You have to go to his word. You have to ask him for each individual um, child, not, not the word, not the word that you use, not the standard in your home. I'm not talking about that. The it's standard the was the same for all mm -hmm. three of our kids. The word was the same for all three of our kids. And we didn't let one get away with something for, and the other one we didn't. No, we're not talking about that. We're talking about the level of their learning capabilities at the time. You have to you have to realize what where's your kid at and where are they learning at at the time. Yeah, and I think for us, you know, um, it's kind of like the scripture that we shared in our last okay. episode, uh, Joshua 24, verse 15. Now I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to read this. It begins and says this, And if it seems evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose you this day whom you will serve, whether the gods which your father served that were on the other side of the flood, or the gods of the Amorites in whose land that you dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Mm -hmm. I mean, Joshua made a decision that it didn't matter what somebody else's family is going to do. Because yeah, you always right. hear that when you're, you know, when you're a parent. I mean, even when you were a kid, you used to do the same thing. Well, so-and-so's mama lets them do this. So-and-so's dad oh, lets man. them do that. That was our pet peeve. And I'm like, this is not so-and-so's house. That's right. This is my house. And as for this house, we are going to serve the Lord. So it was never our kids choice at the beginning they were born into this godly family and it was our responsibility to recognize that initial season that they are newborn mm -hmm. and that this is the foundation of their life so when you have children you have to understand your infants are you know they're very impressionable mm -hmm. and so it's important that you have them in a position to where in your home as well as in the church that you attend mm -hmm. that they're offering ministry to your children at the youngest age and not just daycare. You want your children to learn about the things of God at a very young age. And then as they progress to those next seasons where they go to children's church, mm -hmm. you know, they start growing in that and they start learning how to serve in that. And then they promote into junior high ministry, high school ministry, and eventually they become adults. And you have to be able to recognize and navigate each one of those seasons mm -hmm. appropriately. Yeah, I remember when uh, our oldest, um, when it was, she was done with junior high, and I mean, she was in children's church, and then once you're, they're out of children's church, they get, they got to help in children's ministry, and I remember all three of our kids, same thing, mom, we get to help now, mom, we get to be leaders in nursery, we get to be leaders in children's church, we get to do this. It became exciting for them to now it was their turn to give out. It was their turn to be um, the ones looked up to, the ones that, that were teaching the word. And it was an exciting place for us because I remember thinking, you know what, what we've taught them, the importance of getting the word and the importance of being in church. Now they see that as important. Now they want to be the ones doing it also. And, um, you know, I remember um, our... Um, I remember, I think it was the oldest, um, we would go to mission trips all the time. And I remember, I think when she was about 14, she's like, you know, you guys do this. You know, when do we get to start coming? And at a very young age, you know, our um, started going to mission trip. You know, all three of our children have been to Africa, Philippines, uh, Indonesia. They've all been to different countries. They've all sowed into other lands. They've all done um, missions to other countries because they saw the importance in our life. You know, and as a matter of fact, we were just talking to our daughter yesterday, or day before yesterday, about our grandson. Our oldest one's about going to be about eight. And she said, you know, it's always funny how, because with your grandkids, it's different, you know. 
She said, you know, mom, I think that next year I'm going to start taking uh, Maddox to Africa. And I said, no. I said, I don't think you should take him to Africa. No, no, he's too young. You know, he's too young. He shouldn't be taking him. I think that you should wait till he's about 12. She's like, mom. But mom, you know, these are, we have to be taking him to, you know, missions. And I said, well, I don't know this. She, she gave me an example of our pastor friends. Mom, they were taking their kids to crazy countries when they were infants. And I was like, well, you know, it was crazy. It, it was less uh, crazy back then. She thought, mom, it's, it was crazier then than it is now. And so then I said, well, you know, whenever, whenever the Lord tells you, you know. And so, I remember what you said. What, I you don't said, remember. well, they can go on missions trips. They can go to Canada. <laughs> they can go to Ireland. <laughs> but Africa and Philippines, yeah. the places we've brought our children. I know. No, it's, it's the same. And it goes back to, to, to testify to the fact that what the value system that you create at that young age, mm -hmm. those values and morals, what's important to you will be important to your children. Yeah, it is. It is. And what you give attention to, you give power to. That's right. And so ministry was always something that we kept in front of them to where they, and they understood that whenever, you know, being senior pastors, especially, mm -hmm. that there's times when ministry calls on us and they know that our life's not our own. And they also understand that they were sharing us with the nations. Mm -hmm. Our children, it wasn't us leaving them to go to the nations. It was them sending us to the nations. That's right. And because they seen the value in that, when we came home, we'd always testify to them. This is what we were able to do as a family because you guys let us go. Yeah. And we would bring back things for them to enjoy from those mm -hmm. trips to where it's in them. And they've, they, some of them even, you know, uh, like Alea, you know, you know, has a ministry in the Philippines, you know, ministering to children that have been rescued from sex trafficking. And, you know, and it, it's just phenomenal, you know, how God does those things. So I think the foundation of the word is so important. Um, I think one of the things that some parents might want to hear is what do you do when that Christian child of yours enters into a place to where uh, girls are no longer ugly and boys no longer smell funny? You know what I mean? Yeah. To where they start seeing them for, you know, uh, for who they are as an individual. And again, I go back to the first, you know, with uh, our daughter, Alea. I remember her telling us at a very young age, she said, I'm going to marry young. I want to get married young. I want to have lots of children. I want to, you know, have someone that will do life and ministry with me. And I remember we always raised our children mm -hmm. with this understanding that we want our kids to marry their best friends. Mm -hmm. And in order for that to happen, they're going to have friends of the opposite sex. And so that was hard for you. It, it was hard. It wasn't hard for me at the beginning. <laughs> I think what made it hard was when she hit an age to where it's like. Her husband, her husband can be showing up sometime soon. Yeah. And then it was like, these ain't just opportunities for friendship. There's an opportunity for a future that might come in. And I remember, you know, when God sent, you know, you know, it's our son-in-law now, Mark. And I remember the first time he showed up, you know, as far as in that position to where they'd become friends. And at first they didn't like each other for nothing. You know? No, 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 no. He always liked her. Yeah. He always liked her. She didn't like him at the beginning. So yeah. I, I remember I'll, I remember seeing him for the first time. And I remember we were in the, sitting in the front row of church, and Alea said to me, Mom, that's him. She told me that this boy was cute. And I said, who? And I remember doing the whole, you know, trying to turn around without anybody seeing me. And he was sitting in the back with his dad and his grandpa. And I said, the kid with the big head? And she said, yeah. Mom, this kid's not big. I said, that boy's got a big head. 
That's all I remember thinking about this kid. The kid's got a big head. Very smart. Very smart. And then, you know, <laughs> no, he just had a big head. Well, he's smart now because he married my daughter. But I remember, <laughs> I remember thinking, ah, no, ah, no. But you know what? He stuck around and he pursued her. And, uh, you know, they've been married now and yeah, we love remember him. remember that beginning? Yes. It was. But his head, he grew into his big head, though. He really did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now he looks like me. Um, no, but it was, I remember, though, them stepping into that place to where that season was in front of us. Mm -hmm. And uh, and I remember when they came to us. I remember the first time he asked me. I told him no. I remember the second time he asked me. I think I told him no. And uh, and I told him, I said, you're going to have to put a ring on my finger before you put a ring on my daughter's. And we watched him. Just step towards God, because the only way he's going to wind up with one of our kids, and I think this is when you're doing parenting right in mm -hmm. the Lord, is that whoever wants to marry one of our children, they're going to have to go or so deep into a relationship with God, because that's the only way they will find them, mm -hmm. because our children are deep in God. Mm -hmm. and, and God's blessed us to where we've not only you know passed that season with Alea, but also with our son just got married recently you know, to a beautiful girl, mm -hmm. and uh, and it was easier, you know, mm -hmm. they just followed that same pattern, and, and because of, and, you know, laying that foundation, entering into that next season where our kids understood their worth, and they understood because of what they were worth, they were going to be able to go out and get what they mm -hmm. were worth, mm -hmm. and they knew that they were worth God's best, and they saved themselves, not only for God, but they loved the people they were going to marry, even though they didn't know who they were, mm -hmm. they saved everything good, they saved their virginity. Mm -hmm. That is so rare in the day that we live in. I, you know, and I now, um, even now, like our youngest daughter, um, she's not married yet, and I pray for her husband. I pray for her husband. I pray that he's preparing himself. I pray that he is, you know, digging into God. I, 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 I don't know who he is, but I pray for him. And, you know, maybe you're at the age right now, maybe your kids are chil children, maybe they're babies, and you can't even think about them being married. Well, there's a spouse for them somewhere. So I, I urge you to begin to pray for them. Begin to pray for their, their spouses. Begin to pray that, that they follow the path that they're supposed to. And, and just um, begin to just, just nurture that in your own children. And um, not only pray for the person that they're supposed to marry, but pray that your child becomes a person worthy of being married too, you know, Amen. it's not just about who you're going to marry, but it's about, you know, you growing yourself to be ready to be married. Yeah. It, it, it's preparation. I mean, we're, we're, we're preparing them for what's there. And I think that one of the greatest things that helped with that season of love was them seeing love in us. Mm -hmm. It was us, them seeing how we loved each other, how we handled each other, how we cared for each other. And that, that carried over into their marriages to where they understand love because love was modeled to them. They understand the value of treating a woman right because mm -hmm. I taught my son how to treat you right. You know, my daughters, they understood the value of having a husband that would love and respect them because they seen the respect that we gave to each other, you know, as husband and wife. And so those seasons are very important. Yeah, I, my son, a couple of weeks ago was Valentine's Day. And, um, you know, my son just got married. He uh, first had his first Valentine's Day married. And um, he called me on Valentine's Day and just out of the blue. And I wasn't even prepared for this. He calls me and he says, Mom. And he said, hey, Mom, happy Valentine's Day. And I said, oh, thank you, son. You know how sweet. You know, you have your first Valentine's married. And he said, yes, I do. And he goes, Mom, he goes, I just want to say thank you. And I said, for what?
what? He goes, thank you for um, showing me how to, how to treat a lady. Thank you, mom, for taking me on dates. And mom, thank you. And he just started telling me this. And he said, mom, he said, um, he said, dad could have you back. He said, I have my own Valentine tonight now. Don't make me cry. And I just remember, <laughs> I just remember, I just remember just getting off the phone and then thinking, yeah, he does. He has a whole nother person that he's responsible for. Yeah. But it blessed me because, yes, it was me teaching him, but it was you teaching him also. You know, the importance in every stage of their life, every stage of, of um, just their growing up, the importance of putting God in every area yeah. of their life. Amen. I mean, you know, and, and it's recognizing just like in spiritual growth, you know, you have those seasons where you go through to where, you know, you start off as an infant. And as you grow in that, you know, I mean, you'll eat anything and you'll receive anything that's put in front of you. But then as you grow in that, you become a Christian that develops an appetite where you start getting yes. your own taste buds for what moves you, what blesses you. And, and you see the same thing being formed in your children, yes. you know. And then you hit that third season where you have to give it out in order for you to be satisfied, for you to be blessed. And, and I think that, you know, when it comes to your life in Christ as well as your life, you know, in a family, you know, you have to mature to that place to where you truly understand what Jesus meant when he said it's better to give than to receive. And I think that if you're going to have a, you know, a, a good life, then you have to learn what season your family's in. You have to learn what season you're in. And you have to move from there. But once you pray, amen, today for those that are watching, pray for, for them in the season that they're in right now. And that God will use what we shared to help them. Amen. You know, whatever, um, maybe your kids are, maybe you haven't even started your family yet. Maybe you're you're married and you're believing the Lord for, for your children. Whatever it may be. You know what, right now, before you're even a parent, begin to cultivate those areas in your life that need to grow so that you can be a great parent. Begin to read, you know, you're, you, if, if you're believing for kids, begin to read books on on raising your children, you know, spiritual books, books that are going to give you um, how to raise your kids in the Lord. Begin to do that. If you're a grandparent, maybe you didn't raise your kids in the in the Lord, but now you have grandparents. You could still do that. You you still can, can learn. There's never, you can always learn how to be a better grandparent, a better parent, whatever area you're in. Maybe your kids are, in school, whatever it is, God will show you. So let me pray for you right now. Father, I just pray right now, Lord, for everybody that's listening right now, whatever season they are with their children, whether it's infancy, whether they're out of the house or they're, they're already grandparents, whatever it may be, Lord, you show them how to raise their, uh, how to be a great example of, of a grandparent, a parent, an aunt, an uncle, whatever it may be, Lord, you show them in Jesus' mighty name, amen. Thank you, Thank you so much for watching, and I ask that you would just go back and watch the other episodes and um, just continue to watch. We know that God's doing great, great things. God bless you. God bless.